Hello, everyone. I am Balazs Bansky, and this is the first episode of the Lycast. So what is this podcast? Well, I don't really know still. However, we are going to discuss many, many topics here over the course of time. And today we are going to talk about student life, especially for newcomers who still don't know how milestone student life looks like. I have invited two exceptionally amazing fellow students of mine, Bianca Bodon and Dori Toanai. Could you say a few words to introduce yourselves? How, what, what positions are you in right now? And what positions have you filled in the past? Okay, so uh, hello everyone, I'm uh, Dori. Uh, right now, I am one of the co-vice presidents of the sailing club. And uh, last year, I had the same position. And I was also uh, the previous, what was I, the uh, head of the, the council. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that's all. And I attend basically all clubs. So sooner or later, we are going to meet. <laughs> that's I'm. <laughs> that, is true. that is true. Dori, you are everywhere. Uh, Bia. Hi, my name is Bianca. I am currently the president of the Mastomol United Nations Society. Last year I was the vice president. I'm a junior and I've been a Laika since freshman year. Uh, So I've been a member of Student Life for quite a while and I feel like there's a lot of experience that I can share with newcomers and and try to be welcoming towards them especially yeah, on this podcast That is exactly today. the reason why you guys are the first guests is because I think, and not just I, but, but everyone thinks you have been so active in the student life recently that, that you would be just the perfect people to talk with about student life. Says the literal king of student life. It says the man who literally lives <laughs> in Moscow. That's not true. So I haven't introduced myself yet. So hello everyone, I'm Boju, and I am currently the head of arts projects and outreach in the Art Society. I was last year the president of the Art Society and two years ago I was the sophomore social officer. That position existed back then in the student council. And this is, an, yeah, it's actually, Bia, you you mentioned that you are now a junior and that's just so scary because I remember you when you were a freshman and I always think of you that oh you're so small but (laughs) it's it's not in an offensive way you know it's just it's just we are old (laughs) yeah we are and, and now now we're seniors and that's just overwhelming but that topic is for another day today is student life obviously we all participate in student life in various ways i have one very important question just to start the discussion what is your most treasured memory about student life at milestone it doesn't have to be like a particular event that happened Mm-hmm. Yes, Bia. Um, so 
Well, for me, I mean, there are a lot. I feel like student life, you join, and then a few months later, you already have so many memories with a bunch of different people, ranging from the parties that are thrown by the student council sometimes to really interesting debates that you had or a really good session that you attended or a really good movie night. But for me, I think, I'm, I'm obviously, I'm the president of PMUN Society, so that's pro that would probably be my favorite one. Uh, and I think the conferences that we attend are such wonderful memories. And a lot of people come back to me after they go to a conference and they're like, well, I, I would have honestly never thought that I would enjoy this as much as I did. And it's such a crazy memory to even leave the country for a few days without your parents and, and kind of be with yourself and, and your friends and show off all the things that you learned during the year with all the hard practice. And I think this can be said for a lot of the other societies in Milestone. Um, because I mean, a lot of different societies do go, do travel internationally. And honestly, I would say that that international trips are, are usually the best memories that a lot of like us have, because there's just something so special about it. I mean, I think both Dori and me can agree on yeah. that. I am, I think I am the one who traveled the least with Milestone. Uh, out oh, of I have, of us. Oh, well, I have been also to like many conferences, both uh, with the MUN Society and I have also attended a debating tournament. And although like, obviously they have been so memorable and like, I'm going to li literally like recall memories for the rest of my life for, from this event. But I think that one of the best memories is just um, when I went to Milestone uh, in sophomore year, um, I was very like, I was very interested in going to the sailing club, but I didn't have any uh, memories. And obviously I'm a bit biased because I am the vice president of the sailing club, but I clearly remember the memory of um, first time going down to Lake Bottom and then spending a great day, day there, like meeting amazing people. Like I love our community. Um, and basically just like for the first time in, in my milestone career, it was like the, I don't know, third day that I have been attending milestone, but like at the train ride back to Budapest, I felt like a sense of belonging. And I think that was very, very memorable and, and something that I cherish. Yeah. I, I, I can assure everyone that those sailing trips are impeccable, uh, especially the train rides. Mav, <laughs> yeah, Mav, praise Mav. <laughs> yeah, just uh, reflecting on a bit what Bia said, I think like, I cannot even describe how amazing it is that there were how many international trips were there this year alone? Like there were a so lot. Many. Because, because obviously the debate society and the MUN society travels a lot, but that wasn't yeah. the only one because- but There was also the art society. The art society went Ali. to the film festival and- And then uh, there was, uh, I think the, the, the Jewish society was innovation club who also went to, one or two things. I know that one of them got cancelled because of the virus. 
Uh, I remember that they would have attended, uh, I think, I don't know, in in a different country, I know that they would have attended like a a safe building tournament or something like that. I thought that was super interesting. Yeah, I I would say that that usually like each year a student has the opportunity to attend maybe up to, I don't know, like five to eight international events if they want obviously you're not going to attend all of them because you know who that's has just crazy for them. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's expensive yeah but it's but honestly just going to one each year is so worth it even if you have to i would say even if you have to save up for it it's it's such an amazing memory and and even such a good experience. And it really, you can see when you come home, the improvement that you make, you go to a debate competition or an MUN conference, and you really do improve a lot, I think. So that's another reason why it's really- And also good. like it gives you a push, like like a motivation yeah. to just even, even further, like improve your skills. Yeah. Throughout the last three years, I, I always wanted to go to an international MUN conference for, because why not and i never went it's it's such a shame i mean you can come this year we're going to three in october and november (laughs) if 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 the situation allows for it bimun is still being held in the autumn then i'll definitely go to that because i am in the team Uh, supposedly they are going to just Hold it, and it is only postponed and not canceled. Yeah. Let's hope yeah. so. But I can agree with what you guys said. Although our trip to the Berlin Alley was was a bit more on the fun side. That yes, we are going to Berlin and we're going to watch some movies, do some sightseeing, and that wasn't very academic as going to a debate competition or an MUN conference. Obviously, like, I'm not saying that those cannot be fun, please. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not not trying to offend anyone here. I know that they can be very fun and they also include various parties and, and sightseeing. I've never been, so I'm not really the person to say this, but... Yeah, I mean, I mean, going to an international trip in in any context, I think it's 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 kind of a responsibility. At least I can speak for Amyun because there's a lot of preparation involved. It's not just oh, we're going to travel to Berlin. It's like you prepare for months, you know. But I think because of this, it's also really important to to see everything that's behind that and also the smaller details of student life, not just these big events that you can post on Instagram, but also the small things like like going to a, a session of any of the societies that I think those can be really, really great memories as well, where you make some new friends or something, or you go you go to eat with them after. And those are just such wonderful memories as well if, if let's say you can't afford to go to an international conference or if, if if you can't for some other reason i think there's still so many opportunities for for everyone in in Muslim student life to to really enjoy the community i agree like if like especially like there in MUN there are very prestigious conferences even like here in budapest but 
even if you don't attend any conferences, just just the things that you learn is going to like give such value to you and, and develop so much skills that it's it's just so worth it for anyone. And and I also think that like the very essence of these clubs is not just these grandiose events that you can attend, but just just being together and, and discovering new parts of of the world that we never knew about before. I think that it's just very exciting to just do it together and like form a great community and just get friends and, and even attend things that in the beginning you'd never thought you would be into because that is how you how you discover things about yourself and that is how you improve like outside of your comfort zone. Yeah. Yes. So there's definitely that aspect to student life that that there are these everyday things like so to say everyday things that we have sessions and then we go have lunch and so in regards to our current situation it's like if anyone's listening uh after the lockdown has ended uh we are still in lockdown because of COVID-19. And that's why I'm asking this question right now. Is, like, is there anything that you miss from milestone student life, like right now? If you, if you, if you think of, of the building of milestone, then what is the thing that you miss? Everything. Everything, but the yeah. Coin, huh? the, yeah. yeah, the kitchen. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say the same thing, like just. It's just so iconic. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah think I think. You you can say it, Bia. Okay, um, I think it's really important for everyone, especially newcomers, but also non-newcomers as well, to to kind of realize that that this isn't the default of milestone, and and maybe these online uh, platforms. I mean, obviously, 100%, they do not give the same experience as what you get being face-to-face with, the, with uh, your community. And it's, it's still, it's very isolating to do all of this through Zoom. But I think something that's been really motivating for me to get through this entire thing and to continue working hard with the society is, is just to think about what it's like what it's going to be like when it's over and what it was like before because it's it's just so different than this and that's so important for everyone to know you know the year opening it's so different in real life than it is online and i hope that online it's going to be great as well but i'm sure that that uh it's going to be more difficult for students to integrate into milestone as well and that's why i see a lot of societies making efforts to to try to combat that, like the Computer Science Society is creating a Discord server. And um, for example, us, the MUN Society, we, we are opening up consulting sessions for newcomers if they have any questions or if they just need someone to talk to about MUN. And, uh, but I think it's so important to see that, that this, this isn't what it's normally like. And normally it's, it's even much better than it's going to be online. Yes, because what really makes student life special is that we're in that building in that particular building and it's just i don't know do you guys know what architectural style was it built in 
I know nothing about architecture. I have no idea. You should ask Shem. <laughs> <laughs> also, just it just came into my mind. Hot tip for newcomers, guys: if you want to make friends and get to know people, go to the kitchen. One yeah. obviously once we are the kitchen out of lockdown, and and make coffee, brew like bosch, <laughs> and suddenly you will have like five friends. I swear to God. Yeah, no, yeah. because everyone. So there's there's this um, this thing that we don't like to discuss, but it's true. Everyone at Milestone is a caffeine addict. It's, <laughs> it's if you if you deny that you are, then you are lying because because. because if you're in the kitchen and someone is making coffee, then it's m- most probable that you will go to that person and ask, hey, can I get some from your coffee? And Or, or just go, go to someone and ask if they can use the Kotya uh, like coffee ma- maker. People are very, very good at showing off their skills. Yeah, of course I can do it. Of course. And then they... <laughs> Dori, Dori, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I never did that. <laughs> no, not ever, not once. <laughs> yeah, so, so it's, it's definitely different that we go into the kitchen and, you know, that's where all the gossip gets shared. That yeah. we, we or in do- the main room, or in the, I mean, in the common room, or the winter garden. I think there's a lot of tea in the winter garden all the time. I mean, that's so where closed I, off. That's where where I always tell my spicy as the gossip because no one wow. can hear. I, okay, then I will get close if I see you in the winter garden. Bia, <laughs> <laughs> you've just exposed yourself. Uh, uh, I th- the, like there's one very private place for for deep conversations, and that's the the balcony yeah like i like most of the time people can still hear you from the library it's just such a it's so cozy especially in the summer when it's yeah it's not there is a vibe in winter just like freezing on the balcony like with a cup of coffee or something but who la- Dori, why do you like freezing? No, it's just like going out there and just chatting, you know, when it's a vibe. Something, yeah. Something I juicy. like I like it when it's summer because because in the summer, for some reason, the sun doesn't shine there. And it's there's such a nice it's geography. Geography. <laughs> <laughs> so because of geography. <laughs> The sun doesn't shine there, and there's such a nice breeze all the time on the balcony. That's a hot tip. If you want to go have a private chat, then go out to the balcony. Yeah, I love how we're saying these things, and like everyone's in lockdown, and no one can go to Milestone. But after quarantine ends, try the balcony. It's 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yeah. Okay, if you really want, I can give you like a tour. <laughs> there so no actually there's one me up. tour in the on the year opening because i think the 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 founding fathers 
they went in, and and Esther they went into Malston and they filmed like a professional milestone tour or something like that. Yeah, I I think it's in the email that Esther sent us. And yeah, I think that's going to be available in the opening ceremony. That's so cool. I mean, it's cool, but it's we can we can if if people recognize us in real life and then then they can I think it's fair to say that if they come up to us then we will gladly give them a tour. Yes, um, I've never given a milestone tour. I really want to do that once. I actually did. So wow. I, I this guys, please hit me up <laughs> <laughs> during the tour guys. Professional milestone tour guide. Too bad I don't study tourism, but international law. <laughs> Dori, you should like even with international law, you can, you can actually become a tour guide because then you will know how to appeal to foreigners. Well, I think Siget gives you a bigger, um, well, <laughs> knowledge about that than. <laughs> okay. Fair, fair point. Yeah. So a bit back to the topic. <laughs> Let's just go over the societies and what we know about them. Because we are like it's it's very important that we obviously cannot attend all of the events of the societies. Like we know lots about them. But I think it's fair to say that there have been some society of societies that we have never attended there. there mm, which I'm is not quite sure. It's not something against them. It's just that we have different interests. Like I don't know. I, I think I attended every one of them just out of curiosity. Like like Jesus. Have you have I you think been, I, I did. Have you ever uh, been no, to a computer society? Computer yes, side. that is the one. That's just I wanted to say that that is the one that I never did. Poor computer yeah. science society. Yeah. So, so so let's start with them because I think that that is the one that that neither of us has ever attended, and and the only one that thrives right now. Yes, it is. Like, yeah. I have to say that all of my respect goes towards the presidency of the Computer Science Society. Like, it's most of the people at Milestone don't even realize how big that society is. Yeah. And huge. And like, I've talked to the presidency several times, and they have at every one of their sessions at least 10 attendees. That's crazy. It's and right now, obviously, they are thriving because they do so many awesome things, like doing that blog where people learn how to code. And actually, like I think, yeah, no, like the Computer but, Science Society does so many things, and we don't even realize it. Like every time I look at the the Milestone Student Life page or anything like that, it's always like Computer Science Society is doing something revolutionary, and it's crazy how active they are and how enthusiastic their members are. And I feel how like how smart they are. Yeah, and and it's such a new society. Like MUN is seven years old, and they are I think one or two years old, and they're already thriving so much. 
and they're so successful i feel like and their leadership is great they're really organized so if you're listening and you're interested in like uh computer sciences, numerical sciences, and like logic or, or the things that are related to computer sciences. I think computer science society is such a good thing to look into because from an outsider perspective, they're really great. Yeah, yeah, I can totally agree. Like, I've been thinking about why they are so successful and obviously like, I'm not trying to say this because I want to degrade them because they're doing a great job. But like, if you look at milestone modules, there's not really any computer science related. So that what, what they are doing. Like they are basically replacing like the modules because they are like so, I don't know, creative that basically they are, they are teaching themselves and they are improving themselves, even if there are not as many opportunities for them yeah, to. Yeah, they are. No, they they definitely they saw a gap and they filled it. It's yeah. There was such a there. There was a need for for computer sciences as as we saw, because it's crazy. Let's move on to to the newest milestone society, law and ethics. Oh my gosh, I spent. Yes. Yeah, so I only know the presidency <laughs> again, and I've never been to one of their sessions, and I cannot even imagine what goes on there. They're going through like trials. And they are actually like, they were planning to do like a show trial. And I think it would have been so cool. And they're going to hold it uh, once the lockdown is over. What, what, very- what, is it, what is it like a regular session that, do they just sit down? It's like a court like movie. They're in court. And yeah, exactly. Movie. It's like yeah. a movie. In their first session, I was the... I was the defendant, or I don't know what you call it. I don't study law, unfortunately. But I was the person who was accused of murdering her husband. And it wasn't me. So, yeah. It was, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's like you're actually in court and everyone gets kind of uh, a role as to who they are. Like, there are lawyers. There's the judge. There's the defendant. There's everyone else. Uh, there's a jury as well. And then you present your case and then you sort of debate. And it's it's a lot of fun. Wait, does the jury have to do anything else? Any anything? Does the jury have to? Well, do they vote on who on whether they think you're guilty or not. But I don't. I've only been to the first session, so. Are they modeling these these sessions after uh, past cases, or are they making? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not not by themselves, but they are like getting cases from the internet. I think. Yeah. That's actually very cool. They're so sweet and like it's it's a very exciting club, I think. Or society. <laughs> okay. Next one. Sailing club. It's it's Sailing Club. Sailing Club. It's if we weren't in lockdown, it should be very actual to talk about the sailing club. It is club. actual either ways. True. True, but you know, if we weren't here, then we would have we would be on Balaton already. Exactly, I'm so mad. Like, 
so <laughs> really want to introduce like us to sailing and just keep on getting members but and, and we are very afraid that it's going to be like less new members this year but we really hope that we can get the attention of uh, newcomers right. and until then like sailing club is not just about professional sailing like we don't we do not require anyone to have any like experience beforehand but like yeah. it's about community really like don't you agree like it's it's about the fun like it is yeah. what what i what i do when when we're sailing is that i go there i sit in the boat i sometimes it's and it's very rarely i pull one of the ropes and then i i lay back again it's and and we're on the balaton we're getting tan we're getting pizza and we're eating pizza sometimes even on water and uh, and we are also going to play board games online to just kind of like get together as a community and just show people that actually we are here and don't worry we are going to get going as soon as we can so yeah this has been my i think it's one of, of the podcast <laughs> yeah bia were you convinced yeah i mean every society is fun. Yeah, no, I've been I've been wanting to go to sailing club for so long, but I somehow always end up not going and it's so sad. But I I'm going to go, I promise. Yes. I think that even it, when restrictions are lifted, the sailing society is going to is the sailing club, I'm sorry. The sailing club is going to just we're going to Balaton. Yes exactly we just have to have the permissions of um the heads obviously because we are not an independent like organization but we do belong to master so we need to yeah. have the proper like the okay from master that we can yeah, actually, when it's safe we can actually move on because my advertisement for the sailing club is getting a bit long and if we are talking about everything this yeah, much yeah this needs to be cut <laughs> Can we talk about the art society? I know that I should be talking about the art society. Go ahead, honey. So like the objective of the art society is always to make people enjoy arts together. Make people ugh, That sounds so aggressive. Force people. <laughs> Force people <laughs> to enjoy arts. Yeah, no, we actually we actually do a lot of fun things like watch movies and go to exhibitions go to theater and and that's it like we don't and we we discuss it it's not it's supposed to be very academic and sometimes it is but most of the time it's just it's just really for some cult- cultural experiences um and we also went to berlin for the berlinale and saw johnny depp that's that's the coolest thing i have to say about the art society and we are also planning to to fill the walls of milestone with art with the with the winners of the art prize or maybe not just the winners who knows who knows what's in the future <laughs> oh gosh Yeah the the art society has lots of competitions that are always really exciting I think for 
for artists who are good at art or not good at art honestly it's it's just yeah. it's fun. you, you, don't, you don't you don't have to be like da vinci in order to be a member of the art society and do well i think being active in the art society is so much more important and as you are active your skills will get better and you have so many open-minded yeah important thing is to be open-minded yeah yeah it is it is and you might discover something new you might realize that you're super into theater and you never even knew before so i think it's really worth checking out and attending some sessions and it's also just fun and and you can call yourself cultured because you went to the theater <laughs> yeah amen sister amen uh okay jewish club None of us is Jewish. <laughs> I'm one-fourth Jewish, okay. Oh, sorry. Didn't mean to. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know I don't look Jewish, but... Um, I think the Jewish club is, it's, it's, I think, a really good club. I mean, obviously, every club is a good club. But I think they organize really interesting and exciting sessions sometimes they invite a speaker like i remember they once had a rabbi come to milestone and it was like a q a and they also have a lot of movie nights and and i like everything is is jewish themed and even if you're not like really important fact you don't have to be jewish in order to join yeah, once ethnically okay just putting it out there because i've met so many people like Oh, I'm not. I'm not Jewish, or like I don't practice Judaism, and and they're like, okay, then I can't join. No, you can. Okay, it's yeah, just I, about I, Jewish I, culture. It's about Jewish heritage, and you can learn about it. And the, it's so full of like Jewish history, which is so important, I think, in 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 generally human history as well. So I think it's, and they have a new presidency this year, uh, which is so exciting. I'm really excited to see what sorts of events they organize. Yeah, and I also. Yeah. I also was at many of their cooking events. They make amazing food. Yeah, they have a lot of cooking things. Oh my god, they have so good food. Once I went to dinner with um with people from the London uh, synagogue and it was also very fun and I am 0% Jewish so I think I think it is it is just about being open-minded once again and just learning about other cultures. Which is like, who doesn't like to eat good food with great people? Amen. Amen. Yeah. I think you can get as involved as you want with the Jewish club. It's, it's that sort of thing. Like, I know that there are some societies that, that, like, you kind of have to be a member in order to, like, be a member. You know what I mean? But with the Jewish club, you can attend once, a, once like, a term and, and everything's going to be great and you're going to enjoy yourself. But you can also attend every single session, right? Yeah. yeah. It, it's the same with every society that you don't have to attend each and every session to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's different a bit with MUN and debate because, like, it, it's about consistency there, I think. But especially, yeah, like, but, like you, uh, they won't kick you out. Or no, not. obviously. Yeah, not. yeah, obviously. Yeah. Uh, so let's move on to those societies. I, like, in my personal opinion, like, those are the two most iconic milestone societies. They are. They obviously have a history. They 
most most of the students they they have the most members out yeah. of all the societies and they go lots of places they are very well renowned countrywide or even internationally and yeah be like if like yeah um talk about mun like if people don't know what mun is yeah yeah of course so um I mean, with both. Okay, so let's let's start from the beginning. So basically, MUN. I think uh, probably there are some people listening to this podcast and they wonder, like, what the heck is MUN? What are you talking about? It's it's not as intimidating as the abbreviation that sounds. It's uh, MUN. It stands for Model United Nations. So basically, it's a simulation of the real UN's work, which is uh, a very big organization that you've probably heard about. They're the ones who whose sub-body the WHO is, and they have a lot of bodies that that um, that uh, work with things like education or, or the military or such a wide array of things. So basically we just simulate what, the, what they do and everyone has a country that they get or they choose uh, each session and you have to represent that country's opinion and whether you agree with it or not. <laughs> And it's it's really exciting because you really have to be able to uh, see from a different perspective as yours might be. So maybe you're going to have to represent Saudi Arabia or China and you don't agree with any of their policies. <laughs> you're still going to have to pretend like you are their delegate, like you are, are uh, someone who is from there. So it's, it's sort of also like acting in a way. And you have to research a lot, especially for conferences. It's it's uh, very technical as well, um, and you just prepare. You you write um, like position papers and resolutions and all of these things. I mean, it sounds complicated, but you just have to come to our sessions and we'll tell you all about it. Um, yeah. And and it's it's really both the MUN and the debate society are centered around around argumentation, so debating basically. Uh, and I think that's why why we attract so many so many members from from different fields. I mean, it's mostly social science people, but there's also some other members who are interested in in different fields. Um, yeah. But really, you can you can just come in and uh, improve your so many skills, especially I think the way that you put together an argument and the way you present it, which it's, it's like, I can't tell you how many times in my daily life I've found that MUN and debate are so useful for just the average person in order to convince someone that their opinion is correct or, or anything really that involves public speaking or rhetoric. Like sometimes you don't represent like your standpoint but like actually in life you don't always get to stand up for what you actually truly believe in and sometimes you have to actually take the side of the company or whatever and yeah. I think it's very important to just master these skills and actually I think it is the most fun to represent a country that is that is the furthest from what you actually believe in. I think that's always the best experience. I was Saudi Arabia uh, at Oxford and it was just the funniest thing ever, like just yeah. making alliance with, I don't know, Russia and, and like other crazy countries who believed in like atomic, like 
atomic like military and and it was it was very fun i i love abnium yeah it is i mean i think you know there are societies like i mean so so many clubs and societies that are like explicitly fun but in MUNN debate, it's it's not like, oh, we go and watch a movie. It's like, it's serious and, and it's really tiring. It gets really tiring as well. But it's, in the end of the day, it's so much fun to do all of this. And when you look back at what you achieved and what you did, you can be so proud of yourself that you, you went through with all of this, and that you held a really good speech or you won an award at a conference or or just really anything, the achievement can be as large or as small as it as it as you wanted. But but it's it's I think that's a lot of fun and just doing it along the way as well. Just being a member of it and being there and and seeing yourself improve especially and seeing yourself win against other people. It's it's really special and it's it's a lot of fun. I want to tell you about my first uh experience with MUM. So it was, I was a sophomore, it was the student life week, I went to the introductory session of MUM, and when I came out, I just, I just thought that this is a society that I want to join because there's so much drama, and <laughs> like, like just, like, I'm not a very serious person when it comes to politics, and and I just think that sometimes politics is very much like a, uh, two teenage girls uh, arguing about some very silly thing. And that's, that's what I felt, that, that the Amulet Society has all the drama and I need to attend. And initially I did a lot. And, and I, can, I can say that it's, it's very fun. Uh, even if you you are just there to listen in, <laughs> like yeah, I mean the, the debates the, get really heated. Yeah, that's true. Like, that's if, very if, true. If if I just recall David David's impression of Donald Trump whenever he is the U.S. It's oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, just that, but all just like drama, sassy. When Bush says drama, he isn't referring to the fact that we are problematic because we're not problematic. It's just that the debates get very heated. Okay, yeah, 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 just, yeah. It's also so so special to to kind of you're in a really heated debate with someone like like uh, with about whatever the session is about about deforestation or feminism or whatever it is, and then the session ends, and then you your best friends again and you hug each other and you go to mcdonald's and it's yeah, it's, it's very fun thing to see right and it sometimes it's pretty weird but i think it's it's funny and, and really good yeah and then there's the debate society which is kind of the same except no well no not not in that that it's then i'm not trying to say <laughs> that the two societies are the same but like you make like in session you have to you have to um you have to know that you are not representing your own opinion or you're representing another point of view and and it also is some way 
acting, but it's not limited to countries. It's it's, it's two sides. It's more centered on, yeah, it's, it's on sides. the argumentation, on the actual debate part of it. And it sometimes gets even more heated than oh. uh, than yeah. MUN. And like people are are like obviously controlled, but but also like sometimes it's just just like in, in so passionate in some speeches. And I think it's yeah. super fun to see someone so see someone that you saw. Uh, that that I don't know, like in the break, she was telling about how much of a feminist she is, and then she is there in 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 one of the debate sessions, uh, yelling at uh, the other side that um, that <laughs> be stopped and incels should rule the world or something. So like, it's very very interesting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, that was that was a point that I was trying to make that in that way it's very very similar to to MUN. However, yeah. in, like it's it's so powerful when you're in a debate and you're you're holding your speech, someone stands up for POI. It's uh and and then you just just like say no thanks. I don't want <laughs> I don't want <laughs> I don't want anything. Thank you. It's 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 or take that POI and answer it in the most badass way ever. I think that is Well, that's 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 also a way to go. But but yeah. it's it sometimes can be such a power move that that you refuse a no, POI. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I want to add that, that I think like even though I'm the president of the MUN Society and I should encourage everyone that, oh, you should join the MUN Society. I don't think that it's for everyone. Like no society is, is for everyone. I've seen people come to the MUN and, and they just don't enjoy it and it's, it's not for them. And I encourage everyone to at least try both MUN and debate and see which one you like. Most of the members of these societies are actually members of both. I'm a member of both of them as well. Um, yeah yeah so like almost everyone basically there it's very rare that that someone is i mean it's not that rare but it's it's very common that you would be a double member and it's it's not like it's a crime or anything it's not frowned upon it i think the format is different because of the format so many things are so different like mun it get it does get heated but it's also through a much longer period of time i mean a debate is like 40 to 50 minutes and then a conference can be like three or five days long. So you can imagine what the differences are like. So I think, I mean, I think you should be open to, if you're listening, you should be open to every society, really. I mean, sure, there might be some societies which you're like, oh, a rowing club, I, I'm, I'm not good at sports and I don't want to join. I mean, you should still try, but I get it. You won't be able to try every single society, but I feel like you should try as many as you can and, and also don't overwhelm. This is going into like advice session with Bianca, but, <laughs> but just, <laughs> but just let's first be honest, of all, I mean, to that. just be open and don't, I mean, it, I know it's overwhelming and then you have to decide which ones should I join. You don't really have to decide, to be honest. I, I think for most people, it's really organic how this grows out. Like, um, 
maybe in the beginning you think that you're going to like society A and then in the end you don't even go to their sessions anymore because you found a society that you like much better, you know what I mean? So, so yeah, I, I never, think- I, Actually, I never saw myself as the art society president. Like, it was, it was, a, it was a very random decision for me to join the art society. Uh, at first I didn't even attend any of their events. Sorry, Laura, from here. <laughs> Uh, but, but then I joined and it's, and, and I, I was surprised by how much I enjoyed it. So yeah, as we have been saying all this time, keep an open mind. Yeah. Us. <laughs> okay. So there are two more societies. The Natsuki is one of them. And I think I'm not like enough educated on the topic to talk about it like, yes same. I, I don't they are know so like sweet. about natural sciences society they are so sweet they are very kind but like it's just not my my cup of tea yeah yeah i'm I, sure I, they're also great that's all i can say i was at one of their events and it was a mary curie party and i I attended because I am a huge fan of of the madam and and and, and it was and and like that was very fun actually. We made slime which then, <laughs> which then like didn't work but <laughs> that wasn't a problem. Because we, we had we had fun and there was food and we talked like a lot about Mary Curie. Yeah, yeah. They 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 are also if you're if you're not if you're interested in natural sciences, then you should definitely check their events out. Yeah. There's one last society. The history society. Yes. I think, I think that from the outside, because I'm, I myself has never been to the, to any sessions. It's one of the most interesting societies that how it works. That if, if you think about a history society, you think that, oh yeah, they are, they have uh, lectures about history and that's, that's actually not true, or at least from what I hear, it's not true. Bia, have you ever been? Yeah, yeah, I've been several times. Um, I, I like I'm very good friends with like all of the past presidents and vice presidents of of the history society, and so I can like I attend their sessions pretty often. I mean, Abdish wouldn't agree with that because he, he gets mad at me for not attending. Enough, but, um, but like. It's it is lectures sometimes, and there are a lot of guest speakers. Which, if you're into that type of thing, where you know they invite a guest speaker who is like an expert, like a historian, like a PhD, you know, then definitely check out History Society because, like, actually, their first event is going to be a really cool guest speaker. Um, and so they have guest speakers. They have debates, which is it's like a discussion slash debate type of thing where. Uh, there's always a topic, like a larger topic, like 
for example, one of the past ones that I remember is like debating the Horthy era, or it's not only Hungarian history, it's, it's uh, a lot of global history as well, like World War II, or like broader topics, like or debating nationalism or ideology. So like, like these are some examples. And then there sometimes is a debate where you're just split into groups and you're, it's almost exactly like a real debate, but it's very historic, like history oriented, obviously. And it's like, that's like a discussion. And I think it's so cool. And it's just the type of thing where you go, you sit down and then you're like there for two hours and you just consume all of the information and then you're leaving and you're like wow like that, that that was fun I want to go again and um last year was always on on Fridays I don't know how it's going to be this year and I, it's it's in a great time as well you, you end school and then you just go to milestone and you attend the history society and everyone's super cool there uh everyone's friends usually and you can you can join the community and it's, yeah, it's but don't get like intimidated about that. Yeah, don't get intimidated. I mean, history society, it's it's uh it's also a newer society. I mean, it was revived last year because it existed before, but then it's it needed to be revived. Um, so now it's it's uh, this is the second year of the history society, and and it's it's I think it's really welcoming to be honest. And you're not forced to do anything there. Like you just go there and you can just listen, or you can, you can ask be a, a bunch of questions. It's it's really great, I think. And their presidencies are amazing. Dori, you are giving the best advice on the planet. <laughs> you can be a vegetable, and that's actually true. Like if you if you don't want to do anything but still interested in the topic in any topic then go you don't have to do anything we are not forcing you to do anything it's it's everything is mostly for fun or for learning yeah and learning also fun it's it's positive that that's the point that's the point that i want to make that that the student life is positive if you participate you can only get yeah exactly that was a beautiful thought that was beautiful yeah okay there's one last thing that we have we need to talk about and that is student council and yes yes the student council just organizes the parties and that's that's like that's not the most important thing to know but it's also one of the most important things that they do next to representing the students to the academic team and vice versa yeah obviously and so that they organize parties and and they are good parties i mean halloween yes that was my baby Hey, I was the one who organized the the previous one. Not, the but I made an ex- escape room last year. Yeah, but I made uh, <laughs> a mystery game, which you participated <laughs> in, by the way. Yes, I was an actor. I was the drama queen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was very fun. Was, uh, they are always so fun, like... Like, for example, last year at Christmas, we had a potluck dinner and it was super chill. And I think, like, like originally, I'm going to tell, like, spill the tea that 
like originally we would have had um like a a year closing ceremony thing like a bowl like an april bowl oh uh, the may bowl <laughs> yes so that's not happening i was so looking forward and to that. and Yes, same. That would have been like my last big project as the head of uh, council. But the, right now, the head uh, Kinga was so nice that um, she said that she wants to like make that as like it, it, she wants to create that bull um, when we like get out of lockdown. And that is when I'm um, like publicly going to give her uh, the keys of my son or something like. There will be some like symbolic stuff. Wow. Um, and also like um it's going to be very 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 sweet and she said she said that she's going to make it happen because um it it's some i think it's really something that could be like um like something that we do every year and like we close the year together with a big bowl and i think that would be very sweet and also with student council you can just contact them with literally any concern that you have and they well, you have an they idea they are so out yeah they help you figure out a solution or like you have a really good idea you can contact them and it's and they are also kind of a bridge between students and the academic team if you're if you're too shy or if you just don't want to contact the academic team or you don't know how to then you can just let them know about whatever whatever is going on and and they help you and it's it's i think a really good idea and i'm so glad that this, this council was established because it's i think it's something that Malson really did need actually actually it's also very it, it's quite young this is all yeah only the this is the third, third year. year yeah yes yeah exactly yeah yeah should we just conclude with with some advice for newcomers yeah that's yes. that's exactly what i was going to ask you i met, i read your mind see <laughs> bianca is taking your job <laughs> I would like to see you try, Bianca. I can't even start a Zoom call yet. <laughs> Join the Computer Science Society. <laughs> yes. We're going to call the Computer Science Society. <laughs> okay. So, Bajwi, you can start, or do you want to finish? Okay, I can. I can start. What is my advice? What is my wisdom to give to newcomers? Go to go to events. That's that's literally all I have to say. If you do nothing, then you're lame. It's, it's that's the tea. I obviously you're not, but but you should. We you still should. love you, but you should. You it should would be nice everything. if you want. Yeah, if you if you only come to modules for milestone, then when when everything get when we get out of lockdown you should still just pop into the kitchen and talk with people because because we are a great community and yeah yeah that, that that's i think all i have to say my advice is just try to make friends and or at least try to make like three or five friends try to get into a friend group I think the easiest way to do so is through a society. If you're an active member of a society, you're very soon going to be an active member of a friend group as well. So just, exactly. you know what? I know that online, it's so much more difficult than, than in real life. I mean, but honestly, maybe not for everyone because maybe for some people, it's much easier to approach someone online than, than in real life. So 
you can also take advantage of this this online situation and 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 try to benefit from it especially through this family system which is so great and yeah. just just you get friends handed to you yeah, yeah literally like like the state provides you friends <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. this is we are living in that level of communism that the state yeah friends yeah this is the only communism i want <laughs> So I guess we are going to like close with my advice and, and mine is also going to be that that like I think the very sense of milestone it like lies in its students and, and in, in our student life and and actually without getting involved, you're not just not getting what you are paying for, but you're also like missing out on so much fun. And, and you are missing out on so much uh, networking opportunity because actually, like, I'm, I'm not trying to, like, brag, but we are, we are the, like, we are going to be in the leading positions of, of the future generation. And I think, like, even just from a practical perspective, you, like, you've, you can benefit from it in the future. You can make friends now and, and, and then when you get to university, you will have like 30 friends in the same university and, and like your friends will be like scattered all around the world. So where, wherever the wind blows you, you will have some like connecting points. And I think that is very important. And I think that, that as I think Bajul mentioned during this podcast, like you have nothing to lose. You have only to win. And, and Yes, I, I do think that sometimes it, like the whole thing can be overwhelming and you feel like, oh my God, these people are such good friends already. Like, how could I fit in? Or there are so many societies and they are all so professional. How could I like ever get to that point? And I think that you should never be scared of that because, because we all are, I think, all friendly and we all want to um just like support each other and, and like we are all uh, very open about like getting new friends and just learning about other people and i think like if you join a society and and you are struggling a bit in the beginning you go to anyone and they would be just the happiest to help you yeah yeah i agree so, I sentimental with dory <laughs> Thank you guys for coming today. This was a very great episode of talking about life and life advice. Uh, I think I think everyone's a bit wiser now. Yeah, I hope so. I hope everyone who listened this far in had a lot of fun and and just like you know, just text us, okay? Like I want to be yeah, friends exactly. with you, the person who's listening, okay? And join some societies. It's so much fun. Yeah, you know, do, do shout outs or something like once again who we were or if someone wants to approach us. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm Bianca Bodon. It's I'm Dori Tolnai. <laughs> I'm Balash Bansky. And that's that's actually a perfect ending. Everyone, thank you for listening. If you have any suggestions, then just email us on thelightcast at gmail.com and See you next time or hear you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.